Welcome back. <laughs> Episode 122 of Hello Dysfunction with Crystal and Potifria. And this is our second attempt at recording this. Yeah, so let's hope this one works because if not, we're, we quit. Yep, <laughs> that's it. Um, I'm out of it today. So yesterday I got my second dose of the vaccine. So I'm a fully vaccinated hoe. Hey, welcome and to the club. I'm excited. Um, I was super nervous that I was going to feel hella sick and um, maybe that helped because I took Tylenol like beforehand and then did you drink a lot of fluids mm -hmm, drank tons of fluids can't stop peeing Um, but you know my arm is like sore like it was last time but maybe even like a little less than it was last time and then lucky my only thing that was wrong was today I woke up and I had a really bad fucking headache like migraine in my eyes Hella bad. One of those ones to where, like, you feel like punching yourself in the head would give you relief, like, yeah. relief pressure. That's how bad it was hurting. But I, before I tried to do that, I just uh, took Excedrin, and thank God it worked. So Good girl for picking the calmer route. <laughs> yeah, instead of socking myself. <laughs> Banging your um, head in the wall. Yeah, and last night I was just, you know, fatigued. But other than that, you know, I was good. I didn't get any chills or fever or anything. So I'm happy about that. And I'm, even though we're vaccinated, vaccinated, of course, we can we still have to be safe. We still right. have to wear masks. We can still pass it on to other people. Right. We're not in the clear yet. But I have been reading like good news about California. Like we have the lowest cases right now. Yeah. Um, California is the lowest state at the moment for COVID cases. Yeah. So that's good. Um, they're projecting that like everything should be open back up in June which to me still feels a little premature but a little but i'm reading that like everything that's what they're projecting right now for california i hope we stay on this path especially with that new variant or whatever yeah yeah i did hear that um my my sister texted me that yesterday there's a new covid strain like variant in the bay area with with a smiley face (laughs) it never ends it's always fucking something but i will say moving forward we're gonna be all the you know a lot more careful like i'll probably still continue to wear masks forever now six feet apart is the rule for life for me yeah yeah that's the new norm for us can you believe we used to blow on birthday candles and then everyone ate it yes and then we ate it and like just just raw dogging air just sharing it (laughs) just sharing air and space like way too uh uh-uh no more none of that for me Mm -mm. i already haven't been sick since like 2015 same and I believe, you know, it, I want to continue that because yeah. I, I was thinking to myself, I don't remember what a fever even feels like. I ain't had one in so long. So I don't want to feel sick anymore. Yeah. And I want to continue just being safe and like extra hand washing masks. These kids need to shut the. Those aren't our kids, by no. the way. Those I, are not. I'm about those to, are neighborhood kids. And, I, and I'm going to go over there and tell them, control your motherfucking assholes now. <laughs> now. They're ruining my shit. We're doing business over here. <laughs> Thank you very fucking much. I wanted to read something while we're talking about COVID because. um, What is it? Uh, this is from one of our listeners, a patron. And they wrote in and he said, 
Um, I just wanted to say that you guys are the best. My boyfriend and I have listened to the show religiously since day one. I just wanted to thank you both so much real quick because I'm a respiratory therapist who worked entirely in the COVID ICU since this shit started. Mm. My job is so depressing. All I do is watch the sickest of the sick die of COVID. I've had days where I've terminally extubated three people in one day pulling the plug life support and subsequently had to watch three families cry i've truly lived through the devastation brought on by this virus on a lighter note listening to the podcast to and from work was my solace from all of this you guys would make me laugh so hard and allow me to temporarily forget everything Thank you so much for that. Thank you for the work that you do. Seriously, I couldn't do it. I could not. Like, you know, I I, I think that's great that there's, you know, people, so many people traveled to California, too, to help out. Like, all these traveling nurses on one of my many hospital visits. I've come in contact with, like, so many (laughs) nurses visiting to help. Um, Yeah. Really appreciate it. In the medical field are great and, you know, super appreciated. Yeah. And undervalued. And, you know, when people say that, COVID is fake. I think of those people that work as respiratory therapists. Yeah, and are experiencing it full firsthand every day. Like, that's what they're here for. I imagine some might even probably have some PTSD after, Yeah, you know? This is crazy. They're like a guest, but they're not a welcome (laughs) guest. Like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) God damn. It's it's such a weird time of the week to be wild, too. Like, there was, like, gardening going on and shit. And it's like, why? That's a weekend. Yeah, that's a weekend activity. What are you fucking doing? I I never hear. There's never any kids. (sighs) We're going to just try to ignore them. Pretend you guys are at a barbecue when you're listening to this. You're at a fucking family picnic. This is a kid friendly episode. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Just fucking kidding. Um, Easter was weird this year. We didn't really get to celebrate with our, you know, like we normally do. Yeah. Um, but we did go to my mom's this year and um, hung out for a while. Me and the older kids and my grandbaby and PP Bunny was here. But we went and hung out for a little bit um, nice. on Easter. The day before, well, the night before, we hung out with some family and um, the kids, well, Mona and her baby's daddy ended up taking me to dinner that's so nice it was so nice they were like if you have any plans today cancel them because we want to take you to dinner and i'm like girl like i'm always what down nice to go surprise. eat yeah. especially food i know i was they like know you. yes thank you so we went to this place that i love called kimono in benicia yeah and um it's basically hibachi it's like benihana but better um benihana is super overrated but um it's like yeah hibachi and we actually got to sit at one of the tables because you know some restaurants are opening up the indoor dining now and we we had a chef we had our own table and had a chef cook for us and shit because i didn't think we were going to be able to do that i thought they were going to have to bring it from the back yeah but no we we got they just wore masks yeah and we just didn't sit with other people you know it was just our party even better yeah it was like a little personal how i would prefer it to normally be for hibachi Right, right right yeah so it was cool and the food was hella good um that place has more like vegetarian options and shit than Benihana too. So I got like this grilled, it's, it's called like a grilled salad. And basically it's like asparagus and zucchini and hella shit that Yum. they grill on that, you know, um, the grill, the grill in front of you. <laughs> and then they give you like a tofu appetizer and shit. But Mona kind of ruined that because she said it tasted like fried oatmeal. And then when I tasted it, it did. Oh, it was God like kind damn. of an apple cinnamon taste. Oh, it, no. But, but the rest of it is so fucking good. There's like sweet potato and like all these different veggies that they grill for you. 
And um, they have this ginger sauce that's hella fucking good. In fact, I might get that to go for dinner because I'm like <laughs> that. Once go. I get something, Here you know, you I want to eat it every day yep. for f- six months. I so. feel you. Um, but yeah, that was really nice. So we we had a good weekend. Yeah, we um, bunny hung with us, but uh, shockingly, my dad and uh, Carolyn, my mom, my mm-hmm. stepdad, everybody, you know, came over. We're all vaccinated. That's um, cool. And so, in the middle of fucking Easter, I became aware of the fact that my father hasn't taken a shower in two weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm not super surprised by that. Like, what's wrong I with feel our like that's gene pool? Not really a priority to him. It's not. <laughs> no, it doesn't involve cigarettes. Clothes washing is not. No, nope. has not been a big priority to him either in the past. I had to force him to take off his windbreaker and fucking to give it, it to washed. me to wash it because yeah. he just don't give a fuck. Yeah. And um, Carolyn proceeded to announce to the house that with her haircut, she doesn't have to brush her hair anymore. <laughs> yes, and I was like, you absolutely fucking Mark's, do. <laughs> Mark screamed, no, Carolyn, <laughs> from the other room. Like, yes, you fucking do. She's like, one less thing I got to worry about. No, you you still have to fucking wash these it. These bitches act like they have coal mining jobs all day and they're too tired to do these things when they get home. Right. What is the, uh, what's the problem? Like, I wouldn't be mad if they did it, if, if he washed once a week. I'd be, I would be happy with yeah, that, you know? But like weeks, like, Cut it out. You're, you're like a kid. That's something kid, dirty little kids Like, I do. know your butthole itches. Stop. It has I to. said, you know, there's like a barrier of scum, <gasps> like, on his body that soap is not going to get through now. He's going to have to use been too steel long. wool. Yeah, it's, just scrape it off. It's been too long. There's like a layer of scum that he's going to have to penetrate. Carolyn's going to have to wash him. Uh, that's what Will said. <laughs> Will said, you know what we're doing? Since you guys can't be responsible, from here on out, you guys are showering together for accountability. <laughs> we need accountability. <laughs> So you guys have to wash each other now. How about that? You wash his balls. He'll fucking brush your hair. And you know, of course, she says, oh, I'll suck my nurse's balls. Seriously, everything goes. It's not going. Look. Yes, it is. Oh, just kidding. Here we are. (laughs) Today is such a shit show. I have no idea the amount of technical Um, difficulties. Fuck. Anyways, everything goes back to her. Sucking her nurse's balls, rubbing she his balls. She fucks up every sex joke because you want you're trying to pick at her, and then she wins because she's like, "No, I really want to fuck him." Yeah, she's <laughs> like, "This is my chance to express all my sexual desires yes. for nurse." We don't want that. We no, don't want it. No. Um, and then uh, Will and I at Easter well, started talking about how when we donate our bodies to science, we want them to go to the body farm uh, in like Tennessee or Texas where they study decomposition of bodies. You Isn't know. that what all donating your body to science does? Though? No, you could end up like a medical cadaver in like med school where they like practice surgery. Or, oh, okay. Or yeah. study for cancer research. So we were like... This one is actually like for crime. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And this motherfucker will... Natalia was like... When you guys die, I want Auntie Crystal's head to go on your body, and I want your head to go on Auntie Crystal's creative, body. Right. Creative baby. I'm all about that. M- Mrs. Potato Head yes. for fucking <laughs> humans. Yes. Uh, but this motherfucker, Will, said, I'm going to put a stipulation in my will where the body farm has to send my kids an updated photo of my body every two weeks just <laughs> so they can photos. see how daddy's doing. How daddy's color is changing. And I was like, what a great idea. Yeah. I've said before, I want to donate my body to science. I said it recently to all the kids 
kids and they were like no like we're not doing that mm-hmm. mona looked at stinkers and was like well are you doing it because i'm not doing that and i'm like write it listen, down. yeah i need to get my affairs in order because i'm not joking like that's what i really right. want it's an, such an unnecessary expense to me you know i'm cheap as fuck as yes. it is it's just so unnecessary because i'm not gonna be in the body anymore you know yeah. what i mean why you don't have to visit the body put an altar up i'm all about right. altars i don't you know i don't cut do, some of my hair yeah something. i don't do the grave shit so just i'm not gonna be there you know what i mean yeah. so i would rather you don't waste eight thousand dollars or whatever Seriously. it costs on that and then you know you guys divide more money you know like yeah so i'm gonna you know get my affairs in order and talk to whoever i need to about a will and my requests right um in that mortician group that i had mentioned last week on here a post-it came up about um in parts of europe uh, a lot of parts of europe you're not allowed to keep cremated remains why is that you can't um the ashes right you can't have ashes in a necklace you can't have them in an urn in your home you can only i'm surprised because that's a very european um custom like hair jewelry and shit like that like mementos of post-mortem right so i wanted to know why so i started digging into it like a psycho um and you really can't find a reason why with the exception of it's not going to be a shocker um so Germany especially is like the strictest with uh, Why? the only thing I could find was that um, apparently the Catholic Church assumes the right to control all matters that are in any way linked to faith as a way of persuading the population to stay faithful. What? Um, I found, How about I'm not Catholic? So it's none of your goddamn business. So in another quote, I found... Um, Church banned cremation for centuries, but began to allow it in 1964 as long as it is not done for reasons at odds with Christian doctrine, which basically in layman's terms means uh, if it's for financial, if you want to be cremated for financial or environmental reasons, that's fine, but not if uh, you go against Christianity or a Catholicism. I don't like that. And there's, I mean, I dug all over the internet and I could not find a realistic reason or a specific Mm-mm. reason why you you have to bury in Germany you have to bury your cremated remains Mm-mm. in the ground or put them in a family mausoleum that's it that's none of your fucking business like yeah. how about you guys burn me in the backyard then and don't tell nobody if yes. we live there and we do it ourselves yeah that's so strange to me and also because the jewish faith you have to be cremated with or no you're, you're, you're buried you're right? buried within a certain amount of time yes what faith is it is it indian like um sikh or something where you have to be cremated within a certain amount of time um there's quite a few religions where whatever um process is per that faith or Mm -hmm. per that religion has to be done with a certain amount of time yeah like you don't decide for everyone you don't decide for other people if that's what y'all want to do that's fine i don't get that it's crazy like i i just i went on probably 12 different websites and forums and nobody could give a Mm -hmm. solid reason with the exception of you know the Mm -hmm. faith church reasoning which is so crazy to me Mm mm-hmm um, I need to tell you and our listeners, do you want to know what this came up on Easter as well? What? A term uh, coined by Will. Trailer park oysters. Mm, I don't want to know about this. As an example, Mm-mm. Carolyn loves slurping Will trailer you park oysters. You, okay, so for those that don't know, Carolyn is her slow aunt. <laughs> and she makes hella jokes. And she jokes. makes so many inappropriate jokes. They're her favorite. Yes. Um, 
stop. Do you want to know? <laughs> no. I have to tell everybody now. It's where you suck out the contents of a used condom. But for what reason? Because you like to the re- flavor. To reuse it? I, no, I, no, whatever reason you want. <laughs> Just for fun? Yeah, and I had asked you yesterday when we were making... Is that a real thing, or he made that up? No, we made it up. Oh, no. See, the, even more reason not to share. No, it's not a real fucking thing. Oh, my God. Everything started as not a real no. thing. But uh, yesterday when we were riding, I turned around and I asked her, you, Patafree, I asked you... Do you think other people our age behave like this? Or are we emotionally stunted? I think we're stunted for sure because we were fucking with Carolyn and there's a place, there's like a hood uh, clothing store next door <laughs> to where we get vaccinated. Yesterday, she gave us a ride to get vaccinated. Me and Carolyn go on the same dates. That's just how it was scheduled. It wasn't on purpose. So we're going and um, we see the sign or whatever and Crystal tells her, um, you got to go there to status streetwear lifestyle. <laughs> to go um, get your vaccine. They sent an email. That's where you have to go this time to Carolyn. And she's looking and she's like, why are the windows blacked out? Like, is that for sex? And Crystal's like, yes. yes. It is. It's exactly what it's for. Laughing in the background. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not. No. And of course her, well, I want to do sex with my nurse, yep. not with them. Yep. <laughs> always. That's her, always her go-to. Um, and she's serious. Very. And then, oh God, we're just dying laughing. And then I sent crystal a text because she didn't go in with us so me and carolyn are in line together and the line is like wrapped around the fucking store inside um even though we had appointments and she starts fucking talking to strangers and shit it runs in the family yeah and i'm getting hella irritated and i'm trying to cut it short and i'm glaring at her like okay shut up stop talking You're punching to her in the back in front of people <laughs> the disabled lady with her Abuse. walker no seriously i'm like stop you're gonna be fine i'm like trying to cut it off because she's like talking about her worry and shit and the lady in front is like whatever giving her opinion i don't want to hear it so we're we're finally being quiet for a minute and then carolyn goes hella loud i hope i get to keep my card because i want to put it on facebook oh my god everybody turns around and i'm like oh my god carolyn like shut the fuck up i don't know if you're supposed to put that on i'm like it has your name and your date of birth she puts her social security card with it yes i'm like no fuck but then, yeah, she just fucking got everybody's attention again. So I just let her go in front of me. I was like, you've been waiting for hell along with this walker. Just go. Jesus and she was like, why? Because you're scared. And I'm like, no, I'm trying to you're be like, nice. Can you go, bitch. bitch. I want to go home. And I Fuck. want you to shut up. Go. <laughs> You'll stop fucking talking to people. Yes. But Shit. we got it done. I'm happy we got it done. I'm happy we're both fine. Yeah. We didn't. Neither of us had any bad reactions. It's so weird. It instantly lifts a little layer of anxiety. It does. We still have a way to go. Definitely. But it's, it's yeah. That's one less thing I got to worry about. Is right. We got that out the way. If I, you know, I scam for a lot of shit. You know, I'm I'm definitely my dad, my dad's daughter. Yes. So if I, you know, people are like, how did how were you able to get it already? Listen. If I'm a scam for everything else, I'm a scam for this, too. Like, this was important to me. Yes. So I just made it happen. That's the answer to the question. Yeah. How did you do it? I just did it. And also, maybe don't ask people that. Because what if I had a fucking terminal illness or something and I didn't want... Or not terminal, but like, you know, a medical condition or something. Right. I, I saw someone else say it's not polite to ask people why they were able to get appointments. Because it's just kind of, it just goes back to getting in people's business too much. Right. For our listeners that want to be vaccinated, um, you can go to, I know CVS is doing it. Um, I think there's another uh, pharmacy store that, yeah, they're doing it. You go online or go to Google, type in um, CVS COVID vaccination, um, put in your info. 
It'll link you to their website. It'll give you options as to why you, you should select, qualify. Well, you pick one. Now it's different now. So I did it for a friend the other day. If you type in CVS COVID vaccination, it, it links you to their website and then you select your state and then it'll automatically show you which ones are fully booked and which ones have openings. So, you know, if you find one that's like within a reasonable distance that yeah. you want to go to, it'll say appointments available. And then you move forward with the process and they don't verify shit. So if you say you have a health condition, if you say you're an you essential, you're an essential worker, whatever, it didn't even ask you to specify no. anymore because they do want people to get it. And Definitely. we're getting close to, I think it's the 15th of this month. They're rolling them out to everybody right. anyway. So it's not difficult like it used to be like no. a month ago. Mm -mm. Um, they're making it a lot easier for everyone. Definitely. Um, for the 15th time, definitely. <laughs> How many times are you going to say That's my it? word of the day. Shit. So uh, April Fool's Day was also recently, the other day, a mm -hmm. week ago, whatever. Um, I, I thought this was in very poor taste. DJ Quick, um, he's a rapper, you mm -hmm. know, really popular in the 90s and whatnot. Yeah. Now he's kind of like chilled out. He doesn't release new music and stuff. He kind of performs at like you know um like smoke conventions and shit yeah. i saw him perform a few years ago and he had like a beer can in his pocket just to give you an idea of like you know what he's <laughs> his up character to. yeah lately <laughs> um so i can't say i'm super surprised by this but i was like wow so i don't follow him but like he put a post on instagram stories and it said um it was like in the middle of the night and he posted, um, I just got shot at into my car 11 times. I got hit twice. Um, I'm on my way to the hospital now. You guys pray for me. I need everybody to pray oh, for me. Oh, that's so shitty. So the blogs shared it, right? And I saw it and I was like, oh my God. So I was talking to one of my friends that day and I was like, did you see that shit that um, is going around about DJ Quick? That'll be hella fucked up. Like that's sad. I'm not a super fan, but right. I will be like, you know, upset. Yeah, I was like, I don't want that to happen to anybody. This bitch was joking. Mm -hmm. It was an April Fool's joke. I bitch, don't like jokes like that. What? Who jokes like that? And you're like a grown ass man with kids and shit. Like who who jokes like that? I thought that was so inappropriate. Yeah, that's hella inappropriate. Don't fucking play with nobody right now. That's along the lines of, oh, I'm fucking pregnant or. Yeah, like, I mean, that's a common thing. Even they're saying don't do that anymore. But like to say you're shot. You've been shot and you're going to... That's not really something I want you to play about. No. You know, like anybody. Like, that's that's stupid. So that pissed me off. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, shit. DMX is fucking... Ain't he on yeah, life support? He is from an overdose. It's so sad. Um, his attorney has been releasing updates and his fiance on her story too. Mm -hmm. And they were, you know, they, they were saying like grim, like his situation looked grim, which is not good. Um, and then they were saying like very little brain activity. Yeah. He's on life support. So um, what happened? He overdosed and suffered a heart attack. Fuck. And it's just so fucking sad, dude, because that's like a legend. And and mm -hmm. they're they're showing like a lot of people are posting videos of him talking about like him telling the story of when his drug use started him because he was clean for a while right or in recovery for a while he was yeah for some years but you know he struggled with this Definite. on and off his whole entire life but right. um he was 
with Talib Kweli, I don't know if it was a podcast or it looked like they were recording a podcast, but he was explaining to him, it looked like a pretty recent um, mm-hmm. video of him explaining to him the first time he smoked crack Damn. and he was 14 years old. Oh my God. And he's telling the story and he's like, um, it was like this guy in the neighborhood that he hella looked up to that was in like his 30s. And, you know, he he was around him or whatever. And the dude was like, huh, hit this. And wow. he, was, he hesitated. And he's explaining it like I hesitated because I wasn't even smoking weed like that. I was 14 years old, but I'm around this guy. I look up to him. He's hella cool, whatever. I hit it and I just start tripping. And he was like, he found out after the fact there was crack in the <sighs> blunt. And he's like, why would you do that? And he starts crying. And oh my God, it's so fucking heartbreaking to watch him tell the story. But he starts fucking crying. And oh he's like, God. he's like, I don't understand how you could do that to a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and just unknowingly give that to a fucking, a child, have a child hit that unknowingly. And oh my God, it's really emotional. And I hope that dude <sighs> dies a slow death. Cause that's one of the most horrible things. To yeah. I was do. like thinking like, you know that's happened to us like uh laced before back back then and and people don't tell you you know what i'm saying and they think it's like funny i hope that's not a thing now um but but you know i could see that happening lucky we're lucky enough that nobody did lace us with no crack or no shit right we got laced with nade which was fucking embalming fluid yeah and you know some people hit that shit and be crazy for the rest of their life you never know how drugs are gonna affect you like some people don't come back right so it just it was fucked up and you know we were what like 15 or something when that happened so i was just you know it kind of hit home and i was just like dude that's hella fucked up and he's explaining it and he's like it woke up woke up a monster basically yeah it, it, it created a monster that one incident and i struggled with it for the rest of my fucking life and now look you know like he might lose his life now because of this illness it's just it's fucked up it's it wasn't even by his choice you know but it's just he thought he was hitting some fucking weed yep that's heartbreaking yeah very fucking sad so lots of prayers to to him um i don't you know we make jokes sometimes about of course all the time about inappropriate shit but like we understand drug use on a very personal level and addictions and struggles lifelong struggles with it um yeah in a very close to home way so it's like we understand the seriousness of addiction and what it does to people and the effects you know so if you ever catch us making jokes later about we make a lot of jokes about meth and fucking crack even and hella shit but like we do know like it it is very fucking serious it's not a laughing matter no we make jokes because it's that's just how we feel yeah absolutely that's how we feel my sister and um bunny they they shared a, a meme the other day and they were like it said rape jokes aren't funny or said your rape jokes aren't funny and i replied to both of them and i said sometimes you know <laughs> and they both bunny said i'm gonna pack my shit and i'm never coming home again uh, she didn't say shit but she was like I'm, I'm gonna pack my stuff and i'm never coming home again and then my sister just replied no just a dry ass no she was probably they're pissed. both like i'm sick of your shit <laughs> I was like well sometimes <laughs> they are sometimes guys let's not get carried away <laughs> don't take all the fun out of right. it. right let us laugh at something yeah 
it just makes things it's, it's easier how to some deal people with. deal yeah and yeah. i am someone that's been raped before so like i'm not it's not me being insensitive right before anybody writes in some bullshit like yeah that's it's just how some of us cope okay honestly it's how we survive <laughs> yeah you it know is. it's either and that not or snap and kill everyone slit your wrist <laughs> yes. you know what i mean or someone else's yeah, yeah hello exactly death um i i just need to share this because it's made my life so much better what we got a new dyson vacuum bitch and a bissell crosswave so dysons are pretty expensive and i've always wanted one but i'm a cheap bitch and unless i could scam for it or get a trick to buy me one i'm not getting one but did you test it and make it pick up a basketball no but well you better you know we have a farm here Mm -hmm. and i'm married to tight ass of the year sometimes Mm -hmm. and he likes to buy 80 dollar on sale at target vacuums when we have 37 animals that live here yeah so finally i was like we're getting a fucking Dyson and we're getting a Bissell Crosswave, which vacuums as you mop. That's like for a floor, like a hardwood yeah, tile. Yeah. And it does area rugs. Mm-hmm. And when I say that shit has made life so much easier, cleanup is so quick. Can you guys buy a carpet cleaner too so I can borrow it? <laughs> because just going to put that out there because I need my carpet cleaned and it too. I'm not the person to rent one and all that. And I don't want to. No, if you to, rent the rug doctor, don't do that because it leaves that. so much water on your carpet. Yeah, it's not. just leave it to the professionals. Yeah. I hired the professionals a couple years ago and for like a hundred bucks they came through and they cleaned my apartment. Yeah, they looked looked like brand new carpet. But they warned me, you know, they were like the ones the stains that you have. Like I have like maybe three stains. They're like eventually it is gonna come back to the surface, so you're gonna have to do it again. But for now it'll look brand new. Well, now it's time for me to do it again. Yeah. So I'm just gonna put that out there if you wanna also purchase a feel spunky a, yeah a carpet cleaner get one so Dude. have you been vacuuming every day and loving it yeah the bissell crosswave i use it every day hmm. let me just tell you what i did though the first time so i used it and you know this is my first time having something that vacuums and mops at the same time and i wasn't really thinking that um the shit you're vacuuming up with the water has to go somewhere right oh to dump it out yeah, yeah so my or brother to drink it oh lord let me tell you <laughs> so will comes over and he I turn it on and I'm like, this doesn't smell as good as it did the first time. And he's like, you stupid bitch. You have to empty <gasps> out the fucking. You've been letting it sit the in shit there? water. So it was only one day. Thank oh. God. Right. But we have fucking animal. We have yeah. foster puppies and shit right now. Okay. Not a great smell. Don't do that again. It, by listen. The way. No, that's not even no the worst. No more fostering puppies is what I mean. Oh, <laughs> they're destructive oh as fuck. Oh my God. Fuck. Yeah. Really cute though. So I. I pulled a fucking tank out mm. and I'm holding was it, it. Green water. It, it, it was fucking charcoal colored <gasps> water, okay? And it smelled like hell. Ew. Like dead body. My stupid ass spilled it on your feet. Was walking. I was going to put Please it in the say sink. You My brother it on goes, your feet. Don't put that in the sink. Take that to the toilet. And I'm like, Okay, that's smart. You're smart. Your clumsy ass is going to walk further. That's smart. I get to the middle of the kitchen floor and I hit the button that you press to open it. The shit water, gray shit water goes everywhere. It splashes up on my face. It smells like dog shit and and absolute pits of hell. I it, it goes all over me, the floor. Naya runs out into her bedroom, shuts the door. I start dry it's heaving. On your face? I'm dry heaving. I haven't dry heaved like that in I, I think my whole life. I dry heaved so much my stomach hurt the next day. And Will is hiding on the other side of the living room with his shirt over his face and he's going, 
and what I'm the going fuck? why was that a good idea for you to carry I it further you're not graceful I, it, it was probably the most the worst experience idea. this year thus far and so then I had to revacuum up the old shit water. Oh my god, it just smelled so bad. But That's I scrubbed it all out. It's all pretty now. Good. But it, it made cleanup very quick. But mm. it was oh man, I can smell test. it now, dude. Nice. You put it to the test. Oh, I did. It was bad. So don't do like don't do I that, do, guys. Mm-mm. Um. All right. I'm just gonna tell you now. I had a dream. Oh, I've been waiting to hear this. The other day I had a dream and I was, I text her and I was like, I'm so fucking pissed because I have to save it for the goddamn show. All the good stuff has yeah, to be saved. Yeah, and, and she was like, oh, and, okay, I had this dream. So Crystal has been handling like the talking to people because I don't want to do that. I yeah. get really uncomfortable. I just, it's not my comfort, right? But she, on the other hand, does great with it, right? I flourish. And we joke about how she talks in rooms, on in clubhouse and shit, like she's a speaker. We've been talking about other opportunities coming up where she will be doing speaking. And, you know, I think <laughs> that is what, got my brain on that right great so i have this dream and um i'm like going through the email or something and i come across this shit that says vogue and i'm like what (laughs) is this so it it went to the hello dysfunction email so i open it and it's like final copy blah 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 thanks again you were so great what pumping her up right so i'm like what is this so i open the attachment why aren't i included yeah because it goes it's clearly for hello dysfunction so i open the attachment and it's a cover it's a gray background it's this bitch she has her hair down and flat iron straight and it's like big ew she has both hands in her hair on the sides of her head like sexy like like finger running fingers through her hair and she has her (laughs) eyes closed and she's making a sex face and it says 2021 women in podcasting (laughs) (laughs) it's for vogue first of all vogue don't cover shit like that that to my knowledge i don't know but it's it's a vogue cover and it's a gray background and the bitch it's all like gray's my favorite color oh my fucking god and i remember just like this anger coming over me in my dream (gasps) and like my butt got tight and i was like no this bitch fucking didn't so i i continued through the attachment there's like a whole fucking article she wrote she wrote this whole like think piece on like how she feels as a woman um empowering other women in podcasting (gasps) and blah 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 listen to me when i say there's no mention of a co-host anywhere anywhere in i took all the shine bitch it was it was it your, was all me. It's your show. And I'm reading the email with my mouth hanging open and I'm like, no, this bitch fucking <laughs> didn't. She went and did a professional <laughs> photo shoot with Vogue. She wrote this. They she like ran they her had hands a, through her hair. Yes, with her eyes closed. Sex face. They had a, an editor, like, you know, go over your writing. Shut um, the fuck up. It was submitted. It was revised. This was the final cut. They're so happy with it. Thank you so much, Crystal. You've been so fucking great. It was like kissing your fucking ass, and I wanted to murder you. <gasps> 
and I oh was like, God. this bitch has no co-host. They don't even think she has a co-host. It's, she has oh, a show. I'm hello dysfunction. Yes, not, you're the queen. You. And I'm like, this fucking, now wow. she's gone too far. She's gone too fucking far. And you know, I always joke, Crystal is the one to wear the hello dysfunction sweatshirts everywhere. I feel weird. I don't want to wear my own face right. on, on clothing. I wear them every she day. She wears them everywhere. She brings it up to everyone. She brings the show up to the bitch that does her <laughs> eyelashes. To fu- You know I have a show. At the like, weed fucking club. Oh my God. At the dispensary. Everywhere. Security guard. Fucking everybody knows <laughs> that we have a podcast because of this bitch's mouth. And I just was shaking my head like she went too fucking far she this time. She took it way too far. Yeah, this is her shit. And wow. so I woke up and I was so fucking irritated with you. And I just like immediately was like, let me text this bitch and tell her about herself. And I was like, I can't. God I can't tell it. you the details, but I'm going to save it because, bitch, you're fucking ridiculous. You're out of line. Vogue. 2021 Vogue. women in podcasting. Bitch, you made the cover. With a sex face. With a sex face running both hands through your hair. We're going to go with that. We're running with that I idea. I can't believe you. Oh, we're running. Uh, yeah, like that. I was like, she's ridiculous. And then I start laughing because I'm like, this is what my brain thinks of you. Like, wow. My subconscious. I was just thinking that, like, wow, bitch, you don't think very high. My subconscious is like, she'll totally do this. She's going to go behind your she's, back and get a magazine. She's going to do. Over. She's going to LA to do that photo shoot and she's not telling you shit. I just want you to know that. That's what my brain is telling me. So, yeah, bitch, 2021 women in podcasting. Fuck you. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I'm gonna fucking pee yes. myself. Oh You're my fucking God. ridiculous. Nope, my brain, my brain was like, she is capable and she'll do it. Let her be given the opportunity, bitch. She'll I do would it. never. <laughs> I would never. As she glows. I would never. As my she, fingers are crossed behind my back right as now. As she blinks her eyelashes. I would never fucking do that, girl. No way. I would not. <laughs> you know Stupid. that. No, this is a fucking, this is our team. I I always say how proud I am of us for doing this. Oh, I know. You are. Totally very proud. Um, Do you want to take a break? Okay. Sure. This piece of shit wants to take a break. (laughs) I need some water. Yeah, let's take a break. (laughs) This backstabbing piece of shit. This backstabber wants a break, so we'll take a break. (laughs) She's running the show anyways. Right, why not? Uh, So this week we just wanted to mention... There is a page and website we would like you guys to follow. Um, it on Instagram, it's sisters underscore helping underscore hands underscore. Um, basically, they are a nonprofit that does fundraising for basically every holiday, and they even do like special dinners and events when there aren't any holidays. So basically, every month they have something going on. So. If you want to do a good deed and have a little extra money that you can donate for a great cause, that would be the place. Their website is sistershelpinghands.org. Um, they are planning a, an event for Mother's Day. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, so check them out. Hey, you guys. Shit is heavy in the world right now. And some days feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my anxiety has been out of control lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anger, grief, trauma, maybe having some relationship issues, or even having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today. 
Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash hello. We we were kind of talking about uh, we get a lot of write-ins, right? And mm-hmm. I'm always like, break up, break up, break up. Like right. that's always my advice. But I just wanted to say a lot of people write in for our advice. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we've lived a long time. We have a lot yeah. of life experience. All jokes aside, but there was one thing that I wanted to just point out to some people that will hopefully put a few listeners at ease because I've had a couple side conversations too with listeners, and mm-hmm. this is just a general message that I think would be good for a lot of people um and i think the same is true for you too but yes i didn't start living how i really wanted to and and like comfortable and happy and like low stress and shit until i was in my 30s for sure 100 so there's a lot of people like second guessing themselves and you know unsure of a lot of shit right now that are also in like their 20s so not to normal. say not to say it's not normal if you're older too but right. i just want to make it very clear that like shit did not get smooth for me until i was well into my 30s oh yeah i didn't even love myself have the self-confidence None. ability no. to no. say no Exactly. Set boundaries until at probably at least 33. Yeah, honestly. all that. So like people, um, when I do Q&As on my page and shit like that, a lot of people say they admire my confidence and all that. And I always try to make it clear. It took a long time to get here. So many years of building. I, I used to be my own enemy. You know what I yeah. mean? I haven't always um, been fond of myself, appearance, personality, just everything, right. you know? And I was really angry and unhappy for a good part of my life. So if things just feel rough and rocky right now, don't give yourself a hard time about it because just give yourself time because eventually it's going to smooth out and like um I was telling a friend the other day right now I'm I can honestly say I'm like the happiest I've ever been in my yeah. life without me saying my age I'm up there I'm yep. just going to say that and it took me until like maybe three years ago to really get here where I'm the most confident the most comfortable the most unapologetic um and just happy like I'm, I yeah. can really say I'm really fucking happy um and that's not my medication talking because even before I got back on it you know I was hella fucking happy right now yeah and we started the podcast at the right time I think any sooner and it wouldn't have been as much value to other people or to ourselves no I don't think I would have taken it as seriously no. I was still you know kind of all over the place yeah. and wouldn't have been as dedicated So I think we started it at the right time and we have the experience and shit to share that could help people in a positive way. Like we're in in a good place to even try to give some advice, you know, because like I said, like years ago, I was a mess. So it's like, bitch, you're in no way someone that should be trying to help anybody. Right. Right. But but now, you know, I, I really am happy. And like, you know, I try to share any cheat codes that I come across, like fixing my credit or like, you know, um, 
not dealing with fucking bullshit relationships and valuing my time and shit more like all that i just try to share all that because like we've said many times we didn't have that growing up nobody was really around to give us that game Mm -hmm. and and really just have it either like i didn't have strong independent women in my life that were kind of making decisions on their own and and doing it on their own you know what i mean so if if we could be that for somebody else um just be easy on yourself and give yourself time you have plenty of fucking time give yourself grace for sure i I remember being deathly afraid to turn 30 like i really had a baby midlife crisis about it i cried and everything i was like i'm fucking old and then shit it's not I think like I turned that. 35 and I was like, these so far have been the best fucking years and of my life. And we look the best, not, yes. to, not to sound arrogant or anything, but like yes. I look at pictures of myself in my 20s and I'm like, how was people hella fucking with me back then? Because bitch, yeah. you needed some work. Like now I feel like I'm the most confident because I look yep. the best and everything. And like, it just took hella time to get here. And I wish I would have known that. So I didn't feel like I was having to rush it. And it's, yeah, right. And it's okay to struggle and go through shit because as corny and cheesy as it sounds it really does fucking build you it and does. it builds your character gives you grit I try to tell people your 20s are all about learning shit making fucking mistakes up. making all the mistakes so that it's molding you you know what I'm saying yeah. I don't think you're really gonna live on your own terms until you're like late 30s 40s mm-hmm. you know when you're really in well into adulthood I yeah. think that's when you're really gonna be comfortable and chill like up until then it's all a building point and um when my facebook memories pop up of shit that i've posted like back from fuck 2010 you know yeah. 12 years ago i cringe i remember i told you that one that popped up listen what i, I wanted to kill myself it said <laughs> when in doubt glitter it out every time bitch i killed her and i'm <laughs> so glad i killed her who the fuck you, is you that did, you typed that i typed it with these nubby fingers glitter it out glitter it out it, it's it's from a barbie movie dude oh my that the kids god, used to watch bitch. and you were Cringe. like i'm feeling that quote yeah oh my god yeah gross yeah i just look at the harsh eyebrows i had and like the fucking just lots of choices i just wouldn't make now i you censored know? curse words and shit <laughs> who is that <laughs> what fuck that we, we've definitely lived different lives and that's yeah. everyone does that so like if you're unsure about anything or you don't feel secure in decisions right now don't worry about don't it feel if like you you're fall behind. don't worry about it one more thing i wanted to say um not only about like you know the age and all that but i've only had like maybe one person break up with me in my life and i was like devastated i'm like the the breakup ghosting queen Mm -hmm. i'd say that's it it might be a defense mechanism it's just what i always do so i do encourage people all the time to break up with if there's any bullshit if there's any sign of drama i'm out right and so i always preach that to people but the reason is i have never in my life broke up with somebody and regretted it never 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 so when I'm giving you guys this advice, I don't want you to think I'm jumping the gun because that's just, I want to get on with the story or, uh, you know, whatever. No, I just have a low tolerance for bullshit because Mm -hmm. I've been through so much of it, right? Like a lot, physical abuse, emotional abuse, all all kinds of shit. Um, I have a low tolerance for it and I don't stick around for it and I've never been the one to stick around for it. And it's done me well. It's done me very fucking well. I've never left a relationship and regretted that. Never. So just uh, I want to make that clear because we joke, you know, and um, I, I posted something the other day that was it said like, 
can I have some advice or something? And then the response was like, break up. And then it was like, but let me finish. And I, I tagged it and I put me every time someone writes yep. hello dysfunction right. advice. It's, we joke, but it's true. Like, it you is. know, if, if you have a fucked up situation, fucking leave it. Yeah, it's, there's time, it, life is short. You know what I mean? So short. You, and there's so many other options. I have fallen in love so many fucking times. I yeah. can't count. Like, there's no shortage on people to love. You're going to click with other They're, people. Like, right. Yeah. You, you have to allow yourself to open up for that. You're going to meet other people that will knock you I off. I promise your feet. you. Yes. Don't hold on to someone that you're settling for because, because you you're think, comfortable. Yeah. And you don't want to get out of your comfort zone and you feel like I'll never find someone that makes me you feel will. like this again. Yes, you will. And even better. I, like, I promise you that. I promise you. You know, it's funny. You said you had one person break up with you. Um, I know, we didn't make it to going out to officially break up, but I had someone stop talking to me. And the reason was um, he was also cool with Will. And oh. we look a lot alike. Bitch. He said. He felt like he was fucking Will. He said, you look too much like your brother. I can't do it. You remind me of him. When yeah. you're sucking my dick, I think about Will. We never even did <laughs> a, we we never even made it past a kiss, girl. That's a never. funny ass thing, though. Oh yeah. my god. He, well, my situation was different. I loved him so fucking much, and I thought he would never leave me ever. And like I said, I was wild. I was a hothead. All that, you know. It was his birthday, and he had a party, and he did music, and he was friends with like DJs on the radio and shit, and like you know kind of important people around here yeah. i guess it's important to him and uh some bitch came that like i had accused him of flirting with before and i was like oh you must be out your motherfucking mind so i tried to fight him at his birthday party oh my god in front of that's like, not embarrassing in front of the radio djs and sh hella shit like i think i even took my shoes off and shit and i was like really like let's go uh, like we pulled your earrings off <laughs> yes and shit. yes like i did the most i was hella you pulled serious. vaseline out of your purse to slick your hair <laughs> i greased you were my face ready i was like <laughs> we're about to box bitch right here in this happy club. birthday motherfucker <laughs> no after that he was like that's it that's it and he broke up with me and i could not believe i remember that me. i remember I you were devastated i was like no he didn't like i thought you loved me yeah you were heartbroken but i was very abusive it was a lesson though it was and it i learned bitch don't be trying to fight your boyfriends in front of his friends <laughs> on his birthday. and colleagues like don't do that yeah how don't, old are you, we you went too far yeah so it Hot was a lesson head. i take a lesson from everything yeah. but that shit hurt yeah it does it does it hurt bad that it fucked with my self-esteem when yeah you know i wasn't in love with him but even him the audacity like how dare you know that's how i took it but looking back do now, you know who i am yeah now i'm looking back like bitch you was out of line like he should have left yeah. you probably five arguments ago right but you know we learn we live and we learn yeah beautiful okay so now <laughs> on to other people's shit okay um let me get my life together. I do this every week. Okay, so um, I'm gonna do it different this time. So I want I'm gonna read a few write-ins, and they're not questions. Okay, listener stories. Oh, okay. So this first one is: um, I was listening to the poop night poop knife episode a God, few days ago, cringe. and it reminded me of a really funny story. When I was younger, my sister was so afraid to poop that she would hold it in until she was constipated oh, and completely backed up. I've heard of kids doing that. I have I have a nephew that does that. <gasps> I've heard of that. That's actually really common. 
my parents had to take a popsicle stick and put it up her butt to scrape the poop out. Oh, yeah. I immediately thought of that when I listened to the episode. Have never heard of anyone using a poop a knife to actually cut poop, though. <laughs> to make it go down the toilet. It says cut up poops. <laughs> no. Grow up, Crystal. <laughs> Hope neither of you ever have to put a stick up your kids' asses. P.S. My sister is also a listener, so she'll love hearing she'll this. She'll love remembering that. Happy popsicle up your butt <laughs> remembrance day. Well, okay, so let me just say this. Also for babies, I, I might have said this before when P.P. was... Uh, constipated mm-hmm. a few weeks back if you have a constipated baby or whatever they say to like lube up a q-tip or something and like put a it, mama cat and put it in their butthole just a little bit and that will trigger a reflex Sphincter, for yeah. them to push and and to get it out right so that'll sometimes stimulate the poop to come out so yeah. your your parents were doing the right thing yeah they were yeah <laughs> Give me the popsicles. <laughs> Give me the root beer flavored. I'm going to eat no, it really quick. Shut the fuck up. We're going to use that one. No. Okay, here's another fun one. I have a TMI period horror story for the show. Great. Uh, please keep my name out, LOL. <laughs> fine, <laughs> Don't worry. Fine. But first off, I absolutely love, love, love the show. I could go on and on, but let's start the shit. So I'm pretty sure on a previous episode, you talked about a girl who got a tampon stuck in her vag for a while and ended up going to the doctor to get it out. Multiple times. Yes. It happened like twice. Right. Well, that shit Loki happened to me. It was only for a day. Thank God. But I felt like something obviously wasn't right. That morning, I had to use the bathroom and couldn't find the string. So I assumed I forgot to put a tampon in the night before. So I put another one in and instantly felt discomfort and pain. I take the tampon out and it hurts, still hurts like hell. So I decide to do some digging. I honestly couldn't tell if I was feeling me or something else. I know that feeling. So I kind of freaked. I've had to dig condoms out. Yeah. So um, I kind of freaked out and basically had to wait for my husband to come home from work. Oh, God. To give me an at home pap smear. Yes. LOL. With a flashlight. Right. He has the fucking. On his forehead. The miner's fucking <laughs> lantern on his head. <laughs> when that time comes, he's looking at me like I'm absolutely nuts as he feels around. What a good sport, though. For real. Good husband. There he is. Dead ass pulls out the string. Mortified, I tell him to stop and not to pull it all the Just way. Just let me do the rest. Run to the bathroom and sure as fucking shit, I had a fucking tampon lodged sideways <gasps> in my fucking coochie. It happens. Both of us are just disgusted, mortified, freaked out. He asked me, how the hell did I think that happened? And I honestly swear, ever since I hear that shit on the podcast, I've been freaked out about it happening. And it, then, yeah, boom, it, it happens. happens. I'm so thankful for the show, for even hearing about the shit. Thankful for it, on- for it only being a day in. And thankful for my husband to do the digging. Yes. Anyway, sorry for the long, gross-ass post. Hope you find some humor in this nasty shit. That is funny. But Death. it happens, you know, and they get tilted, like, especially... Um, especially if you have crooked cervix and shit. I do. I have a tilted Same. cervix. And, um, like, doing sex work, you know, we used to buy OBs. And, well, we I do. But OBs, you know, you can tuck it all the way up there. You don't have to pull the string out. You can keep... Because it comes wrapped like a little bullet. So those are the ones without the applicator exactly. you have to push in. Exactly. So when you unwrap it from the plastic, the string is like compact. It's like compacted to the so tampon. So it's a trick. So you don't have to pull it out. Oh. You can keep it like that and just tuck it all the way up there. Right. The problem with those is that if they go too far up, you're going to struggle to get it back out oh, later. Fuck. Especially if you have nails. Because when you're digging with 
with nails, it all feels the same. Yeah. Some of it could be like your meat or some of right. it could your be your meat the, curtains. Yes. No, the inner innards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or your it, meat walls. <laughs> could be your fucking ham wallet you're digging in. It could be your meat walls. <laughs> Or it could be tampon. You know, you when you have nails, you can't tell. You're just like pulling on shit. So like it all feels so spongy. <laughs> it's like rough in there. So yeah, you never fucking know. That's a really common thing. So don't feel weird about losing one up there. <laughs> fucking meat walls. <laughs> pulling those meat walls is so uncomfortable. There's so many fucking meat tunnels in there. There is. There is. Nooks and crannies. There are so many nooks and crannies. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, it's not just like a smooth tube for it to like go in and out of. No. There's like pockets and shit. There's texturized. Yes, fucking. texturized meat pockets. Right now, stick your finger up there and give it a feel. You'll understand You'll what exactly we're talking about. exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> feel those ridges. <laughs> Fuck. Do you have any more to read? I have a bunch more. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, let's start it. Um... Just kidding. Okay. This is called Sister's Bad Boyfriend Needs to Go. Mm. Hello, ladies. First off, I just want to share how much I love you, you two. Listening to you guys has gotten me through a lot of tough times, and I can't count how many times I'm almost peed laughing so hard. So thank you for being you. You're welcome. Story time. Okay, so I could use your advice. I have an amazing sister-in-law who has been through a lot during her lifetime. She's a great mother to her kid, and she rocks at being a full-time student and working mama. She met this guy four years ago, and they have been on and off. Wait, four years or 40 years? Four. four. Oh, okay. Um, He thinks he's this amazing guy who is also the best looking. He's really not. He's a dud, so to speak. Mm. He has three babies' mothers, and he talks down on his children every time we are around him. Mm. He says the worst things to them and thinks it's funny. Anytime someone meets him, they come back and say how they don't really like him. Recently, he made comments about my husband's weight when my husband isn't even really heavy. Even if he was, he shouldn't be doing that. No, it's not funny. My husband doesn't have to act a certain way. Sorry. My husband doesn't have to act a certain way or say things to be cool. He's laid back and just does his own thing. There are more instances. He says the most inappropriate stuff that just makes me ignore him when he talks to me. He at one point told my kid he'd think it would be funny to drop kick her off the bed of the truck while we were out camping. This is just to name a few of the many stupid things he says and does. He doesn't really have the social cues to see when he's not liked or wanted around. The problem is she tolerates and asks us to see the good in him as she does. Well, where is it? She gives him this mad respect that he doesn't deserve either. We tolerate him solely for the fact we love her. Yeah. She has self-esteem issues and doesn't want to be alone and a single mom again. No one in the family likes him. How can I talk to her about this or should I just let it all go and not say anything? If it's unbearable, talk to her and just be like, his jokes aren't funny. Like he jokes about inappropriate shit. He says right. inappropriate Abusing things. Abusing my that, kids, not funny. Or talking about my husband's weight. Like Which is it's none not, of his fucking yeah, business. Yeah, it's not funny. He's not being funny. So just like, I would talk to her if it's unbearable. If it is bearable, just whatever, you know, try right. to ignore him as much as possible to, to for the sake of peace. But right. that sounds really fucking annoying. Yeah. I know what that's like. I have a lot of family members that I have, I've had to ignore over the years and just tolerate. It sucks. It does. 
Okay, moving on. Let's go to the next one. All right. Hey, ladies, I wanted to say I love you guys so much, and the podcast is amazing. I have a listener question. So two weeks ago, me and my man had a huge argument, and it got so bad, I had to call the cops on him because he was so drunk talking shit to me and my mom while I was getting my stuff out of the house. He ended up taking my glasses off my face and broke my glasses. I left with our... I left with our son, stayed with my mom for a week. We didn't talk or anything. I ignored him, but I still let him see his son for a little bit when I got off work. Then his mom came to town because we booked an Airbnb before this huge fight for our kid's birthday. I let him take the kid the whole weekend, and when we finally talked about the situation with his mom and how fucked up everything was... He was saying he didn't know what happens because he blacked out and he apologized for what happened. He said he would change and not drink so much anymore. I'm like, okay, that's good, but I wasn't sure what the fuck I was going to do. And when the last day of the stay at the Airbnb, I picked up my son because I have his car seat in my car. We get to our apartment where I wasn't staying and went up so he can get more time in with his grandma and my older sister calls me, asks me what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm at my apartment. She goes off on me calling me a dumbass bitch and asking me if I'm going back with him. I told her I was just staying because he was with his grandma and she kept asking me to tell her right now if I was going back so she can keep her distance from me because she had problems and issues with him before this happened. I told her I'd call her back later when his mom left. She texted me saying, have a good life, and was talking shit to me and my man saying how ugly he is and how I'm a stupid bitch. All this shit. And, Girl, bye. And also goes on Twitter talking shit. Mm-mm. No one needs that right now. Fuck no. I'm so frustrated because I have to deal with my relationship with him as a partner and co-parent. The opinions that my whole family have, because my mom told my sisters about the whole situation, Sorry about the rambling, but my question is, how do you deal with family members having a negative opinion about your relationship? Is it fucked up that I don't want to have a relationship with my sister because this isn't her first time going off on me about uh, through text and social media? Update. She now has a pic of my man on her Twitter avatar talking shit that he's ugly and fat. Oh, my God. You know what? Listen. That's enough. (laughs) You have two areas to deal with. Yes. One, she's not making it any easier. No. And here's what people don't understand when they harp on somebody that they feel is in a shit relationship. You're going to drive them closer to that person. I've been there. Mm-hmm. All it did was make me not want to talk to m- my people and go be with the shithead. And I don't need shit from you. Like, I'm already trying to deal with this person right. that has a fucking problem, obviously. That I have a kid with. That I have to co-parent with. And that I don't yes. need shit from you also, um, on top of it, like she's not handle, she's not being supportive. She's not being a supportive sister, and she's kind of making it worse. So I would separate myself for a minute and be like, "Girl, like let me figure this out." Um, I'm not asking you to be his fucking friend, but I have to co-parent with this person. Period. Like, and then you work your shit out. I'm not saying stay with him. He sounds like he got a ways to go. Seriously, but, I would um, I would take space from that, and then I would tell my sister. What you're doing is hurting me. So yeah, how are you yeah. any better than my child's father right exactly. now? You're you're being hella childish. You're being messy. You're you're stirring up dragging shit, shit to yeah. social media. That's that's huge, right? Like she's taking shit outside of 
the family business now and airing it to the world mm-hmm. and so now you're dealing bullshit. with two toxic people basically yeah your sister don't sound too much better than the baby's dad no. let her hear this i would tell my child's father let's take some space mm-hmm. you work on you and I, then i would tell my sister you hella hurt me how yeah. dare you embarrass me on social media yeah like, make her aware so she knows that the damage she's doing too Right, and then I would tell my fucking mom, if I confide something in you... Don't go tell them. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Keep my business with you. You need to be really careful who you share your business with also. Especially relationship. And family. Because there's a lot of situations I've been on both sides where you might forgive a person and they won't. Right. Don't put people in your shit if there's a chance that you're going to forgive this person later. Because it's a lot to, to expect everybody else to forgive them too. Especially if I'm watching somebody hurt you. Yeah. You take them back and I'm like, bitch, he just kicked in your front door and spit in your and face and broke your glasses or punched you or or anything yeah and, and you forgive them but like i'm not forgiving them like right. yeah my memory like it doesn't you can't expect that of people no. and if they want to be protective of you they just have to do it in a healthy way exactly don't don't hurt me trying to protect me right it sounds like you have a lot of unhealthy around you yeah just communicate that with everybody though and let yep. them know you don't need that shit right now yeah, I would be so mad if someone put my shit on fucking social media yeah, like that. Yeah, she went way too far. Yeah, that's not funny. It's not all right. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Um, Hey, guys, my boyfriend and I have three years just broke up a few weeks ago. I'm having a horrible time dealing with it. He broke up with me because of a mixture of morals and outlook in life. He is more Christian and conservative, and I'm more of a liberal and believe in God, but also the universe and esoteric stuff. I'm completely heartbroken because I saw myself marrying this guy. He is everything I ever dreamed of, and we had such an amazing relationship. I got close to his family and friends, and even his little niece calls me auntie. We had been arguing over COVID stuff due to him never wanting to come to any of my family stuff, which is completely understandable. However, he would want to go to his friends' gatherings, but not my family's. I even went to visit his family in December for the holidays without thinking twice. I'm completely hurt and not doing so good. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Love you guys. I would dive into like an art project or a new sex partner or anything to distract you because... um, this sounds like there's enough problems yeah. that it was going to fizzle out at some point anyway. Definitely. You know, whether, you know, like you guys, there were some issues, multiple, you know. So I, I know it hurts and it's like hard to, you're breaking up with his family too. Like, you know, it sounds like you were close to his niece or. Right. Yeah, that that's hard. You can still say cool with some of his family. If that's maybe. What you want. I mean, yeah, but um, you'll find someone better. That's a better fit. You will. Yeah. And, and I've said it. I know be- it hurts and it's sad, but just you'll be fine. Get over it. Help yourself get over it. I wasn't yeah. trying to say that in a cool way. Get over like, it now. <laughs> girl, knock it off. No, I right. wasn't saying like that. No, but you know, I've said it before um, with him being more conservative and you more liberal. That will be a problem yeah. in the future for and sure. And he's religious and shit. Like that would certainly cause problems. Imagine if you have a child and he's later. like, yeah. we're raising him in the church. And I'm like, no, the fuck we're not. Yeah. You know? So... Uh, in the long run, he may have done you a favor by yeah. making it easier. Look at the positive. Stay um, busy if you can. Mm-hmm. Sex partner's good, safely, very safely. Definitely. Um, 
here birthday shout out you read that and then oh, my arm good. hurts she made me reach okay hi crystal and Patafria. I'm hoping to get a birthday shout out to my girlfriend, Mercedes Chavez. Y'all are her quote unquote best friends, and it would just make her year if she heard her name mentioned on your show. Her birthday is April 9th, and she's a triple Aries, so you know she's wow. lit. Fire. <laughs> of course, you both also have a special place in my heart, too, because Aww. you add more beauty and laughter into my and all your listeners' day. How fucking sweet. Sweet. Thank you so much to both of you. Love, Dominique. Thank you so much Thank and happy you. birthday, Mercedes. Happy birthday, Mercedes. Very sweet. Didn't we do a Mercedes? Uh, someone else did a birthday shout out for Mercedes last week. I, I wonder if it's so. the same one. How cute is that? I think I have a birthday. Okay. Hold on. I'll sing for you guys. Please don't. Hold on. Okay, yeah, I do have one. Oh, you're lucky because it was about to come. Hello, lovely ladies. I am writing you to do a birthday shout out for my wife, Courtney, who's turning 31 on April 7th. It will make her day. My wife and I usually drive in two separate cars when going places because baby and dogs. Mm. And we always each listen to your podcast and then chat and joke about it when we reach our destination. So it's become someone spe- something special we do. Ugh. Thank you so much for your realness. We love you. With love, Samantha. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, That's Courtney. So sweet. And thank you, Samantha. And <clears throat> we hope you guys have a lovely week. I have one more really quick um, question. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I live with schizoaffective disorder, bipolar type, and whenever I'm dating someone, I like to tell them within the first week or so. My question is, when is it a good time to tell a romantic partner about your mental illness? Hmm. Before you get attached? Before you start tripping? That's what I always do. Because if I like you too much, it's going to come out in some possibly ugly ways. Well, and for I would, myself, yeah, so. and I would um, definitely say when you're comfortable to share that. If it's someone, excuse me, if you get the feeling that like you want to keep this going, yes. If it just feels like a fling, then it might not be necessary. If you're banging Kurt from the Mallard for one night, <laughs> fuck it, don't even tell. <laughs> don't him. bother. Yeah, Mm-mm. but if you think it'll become a regular thing and like you enjoy their company and want to get closer. Yeah. Then just make it a casual conversation and be I always start out like, have you ever dated anybody that is like on meds or I kind of feel around like that? I would be like, how do you feel about people that have to take medication for mental illness? Yeah. And if they're like, they're fucking crazy. And I'd be like, guess what? Bitch, here we are. (laughs) Yeah, that's usually what I do is I just start a casual conversation about it. And then I'd be like, so I just felt like it was appropriate for me, you know, since we've been hanging out to let you know. Right. And yeah. Just go from there. Yeah. If they seem judgy or anything, you don't want to be fucking with them anymore anyway. Fuck no. Yeah. Nope. That's all I got for this week. All right. I'm ready to go lay down. I know. We've been here like 90 hours. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Join our Patreon if you'd like to support the show. And I read that you can leave a review on Stitcher now if you're an Android user. Okay. So So you guys please check that out and also follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors. Share us. Mm -hmm. Tell the man that works at the weed dispensary. Yes. Like me. And the Safeway. (laughs) Prom queen. (laughs) Suck it easy. Go to bed. (laughs) 